0: Test and test and one, two, test and test, and test, test, test one, two, Testing, testing two. test one, two, test and test and one, two, Testing, testing one, two, test, 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 Capturing the
1: world. world, world.
0: Hey what's going on y'all, this is David Carmichael II, and this is episode 37 of the Caption the World Podcast, um, thank y'all to all our Spotify listeners, all of our Apple Podcast listeners, and all of our YouTube listeners, um, uh, my pops was supposed to be on the podcast with me this time, but he had a family emergency man, so um, he wasn't able to be on the podcast, so that's prayers up to him and the family, uh, but he'll be back soon. Um, but I have another great special guest, man. Um, he goes by the name of Dante Brooks. He is the owner of a Christian clothing line called A Fresh Culture. Um, how you doing today, man?
2: I'm good, man.
0: By yourself? I'm doing good, bro. I can't complain at all, man. It's a beautiful day in Virginia. Um, how's the weather out there, man? A
2: little chilly, but, you know, <laughs> it's tolerable.
0: Right, right. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um. So yeah, bro, so I definitely wanted to get you on the podcast. I'm glad to have you on the podcast, man. Um. So so yeah, man, so you you live in Illinois, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so how long you been, are you from there or you just lived there, been living there for a while?
2: Oh yeah, born and raised. Born and raised um, from North Chicago, which is a separate city from Chicago. That's where, uh, where I'm from. I uh, currently live in a different town uh, nearby, but more on the border of Wisconsin, Illinois. But uh, yeah, from North Chicago. I have spent the summer in Virginia before when I was younger. Really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> what part of Virginia was it? Um, yeah, I can't remember what city in Virginia it was. It's where the military base, where the Army base is.
0: Um, uh, There's plenty of Army bases. Um, you got Fort Eustis. You got uh, Fort Monroe. You got Langley Air Force Base. This is all where I stay at, though. Um, it's the. I can't remember what see that
2: was.
0: It's a base called um, in Triangle, Virginia, close to D.C. This is that's where my cousin lives at, but that's all I really know. It might be a lot of other ones that I don't which know about.
2: Is, which one is that one? The one that's closer to D.C.
0: It's um, I forgot the name of the base, but it's in Triangle, Virginia, like thirty minutes or maybe forty minutes away from D.C.
2: Okay. Um,
0: so maybe that's the one. I don't know, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I gotta hopefully by the time um <laughs> we uh end this call, I remember where it is. But uh man, I, I I can't I can't even uh man, I can't think of where that was. Right. He'll probably he'll probably come to me later on. Yeah, that's
0: how know uh, <laughs> that's how it normally happens, man. Yeah. But um, I hit you
2: a better roll, and that's what it was. Right. That's
0: how but, I always go. That's how I always turn out you remember like three hours later, and yeah, you been yeah. then you end up telling them what it is. Um but yeah, man, I actually it, Oh, go ahead.
2: It is a lot of bases in Virginia. I'm looking on my phone trying to see the names of the, the cities, the names of the bases, and this it's a crap load of military bases. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I, I, I will never find it.
0: Yeah, man, you know, Virginia is like a big military state, especially our area. I stay in Uh Hampton, Virginia, so that's like where, you know, Hampton University, um, Norfolk State, you know, Norfolk, Virginia, Virginia Beach, that area. So we have a Mm -hmm. lot of bases over there, too, where I stay at. Um, But I actually had a chance to go to Chicago when I was in in high school. I went on a college tour back in the day. I think I was like in maybe 11th grade. And um, we visited um, DePaul, Chicago State. Um, I can't remember any other places that we went to, but yeah, Chicago is a real beautiful city, man. Definitely want to go back and visit one day.
2: I've been to a lot of different cities, you know, the the big joints, you know, like, uh, you know, Atlanta and LA and New York, you know, been to Dallas. You look, but nothing to me has ever been like Chicago. Right. One thing that sucks about Chicago to me is the weather. I can't stand when it gets. I've been here all my life, uh-huh. and I can't stand cold weather. But we just <laughs> we just won't leave. Right. You know, right. So like, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how New York is.
0: New Yorkers, you know, it's cold up there. They they love it. They love New York. You know, can't leave. Don't want to leave.
2: New York. is something about New York. New York has a, a flavor to it. But and, and people do love New York. And I love I, how can I say this? I love like before I actually went to New York when I be, you know, when I was older, I saw New York through the eyes of like Spike Lee or Nas mm. or Jay-Z and Biggie. You know, like New York to me was like a Spike Lee movie. That's how I saw it. Right, right. You know, the way that he portrayed Brooklyn, you know, and you know, Coney Island and uh and uh, he got game, and you know, just stuff like that. It's just you know, I saw it through Spike Lee's eyes. It's like, man, I want to go to Brooklyn. You know, like I just <laughs> was like, yeah, in, just, just, just infatuated with the boroughs, you know, and Manhattan, Queens, and stuff like that. Right. But I've been, and it's cool, and I don't mind visiting. You know, going to Times Square and around Christmas time, and really cool. It's dirty though, and not you know, cause they ain't got no alleys yeah so all the, all the garbage you put on the streets, so you go out on, on the street at night to go get a bite to eat or something because stuff is open all night long uh-huh but you you go out there it smells like junk exactly <laughs> straight man straight up <laughs> right because down the street <laughs> chicago got alleys we right. got garbage dumpsters you know <laughs> right right <laughs> clean
0: exactly bro like i visited new york before I um, think three times and it's a nice city, but to me, it's just too much city. Like it's too many buildings for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just so it's, so it's so, I guess it's so much going on. I don't really know how to handle it, but I mean, yeah, it's a real beautiful city though. Um, I've been, I've been to Brooklyn. I've been to Queens, um, Manhattan, the Bronx. I got family in the Bronx. Um, One friend that, that stays in the Bronx, Um, a cousin that stays in Queens. So, so yeah, man, most definitely, bro. Um, but yeah, so let's um get in, you know, to talk about what you got going on. Um, like I said before, um Dante Brooks, he's the owner of owner and creator of Afresh Culture, um faith ba- faith based clothing brand, and we actually mm-hmm. met through um an Instagram group chat, um of other clothing lines, and um that's real. That's been really really been a real beneficial for me. Um, and I can agree; it's probably it's been beneficial to you as well. So, um, mm-hmm. so what do you think about that, man? I, I forgot who actually started that. Um, that I group think that job. was
2: um, was that
0: Anchored Souls? I can't even. Remember. I can't even lie to you. I can't even remember who started.
2: I think it was the guy who owns Anchor Souls. Okay. No, no. I'm taking it back. I'm thinking of something else. No, that one. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, it was, it's like 30 yeah. brands in there. So who knows who yeah. started? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, you know, you get some good nuggets from that, too, man. Just uh, no matter how long, you know, you've been in it, in the, in, in doing this, if you've been doing it for a long time or a very short time, a month or whatever, you, you learn some nuggets. You know, I've been doing this for a few years and getting things from everybody, you know, anywhere from, you know, tips on you know the ad. The ads have been a big thing. You know, right. Instagram, Facebook ads. That's been a big topic. Right. You know, with funky face, uh, Instagram algorithms and stuff, and um, you know, even vendors like uh, what's the the brand? R- Real, young, uh,
0: Real young. Real young. Real young culture. That it's called
2: apparel. Yeah, something like that. Real young culture. Something like that is. Yeah. Um, I think that's her name. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty a pretty dope brand too. Yeah, Young Culture. Shoot,
0: I think it's Young Culture. Yeah, young or, culture. culture. I can't really remember. Young
2: Culture. Okay, that's her name. Um, but uh, he they hit me too. I'm assuming it's a he, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, known by there. But clothing, right, we know <laughs> we know everybody by the clothing brands. Yeah.
0: We don't know who they are as a person,
2: right. But um, you know they they hit me to a um a manufacturer because uh I've been looking for you know to get to get more custom you know than what it's been, and uh, so he hit me to somebody out in Pakistan, you know to get some stuff done, and uh, which was really dope. And I asked him if he was willing to give the information. That's the one thing about that is just you know, all being these brands, you know, it's like, you know, all simple is like, there's no competition, Uh you know, and not, not, you know, usually people say no competition in a cocky way. It was more like no competition. The fact that there's a lot to go around, Right. there's enough to go around, you know, we can all give information and the fact that my brand might not be uh, who the people who like your brand digs, you know, or vice versa. You know, or people who like my brand might like your brand. It's just like there's no, there's enough to go around. People buy what they like, and people buy many different things. Exactly. So it's like you know, being competition. It's not like Nike trying to outsell Reebok, mm-hmm. or you know, something like that. And easy trying to outs or ju- easy trying to jump over the Jumpman. You know. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, we all young in this. You know, no matter how old we are, our brands are still fresh and young and you know, still got a ways to go to grow. So, yeah, that thing, that, that group has been very beneficial.
0: Most definitely, bro. I definitely agree with that, man. Um, like, it's, it's a lot of, like you said, a lot of nuggets that I've learned too. And, um, you know, we're not afraid to share our advice on, you know, what we got going on with our brands, you know, because sometimes you mm. might think, um, you know, like, some things you want to keep to yourself but you know it's nothing wrong with just giving some type of advice to other people and what you know what you're learn what you learned about you know because we all want to spread the wealth and we all want to want to see each other grow and um with all our clothing brands so um yeah man that's been a real great thing man um yeah
2: the other thing i'm sorry to piggyback off that. the other thing that that um i think about too is like we know how much like things cost, right? Like we know how much it costs to make this, make that, et cetera. And it's easy, you know, for to be like, well, I know how much it costs him to make that or her to make that. The thing is that we know that there's more to it than that, you know? So to not be afraid to support like another brand, like I, you know, bought one of your bags when you dropped it, that bag you dropped. Oh yeah. Appreciate that. Uh Uh-huh. Um, there's another brand out there, the, uh, that's a part of our group. Um, I, I'm from a few different brands in those group, in a in group. And like, I know how much stuff costs. I know prior order getting things from, but the fact is that like, we're all trying to make it and we all know how much it costs to go into, not even just monetarily, but just time-wise and effort you know, the mindset that we're putting into the stuff, the creativity, et cetera, et cetera, is so much more involved than just, you know, paying for a blank shirt or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so, you know, that makes, that, that gave me a whole different awareness of, uh, of supporting other brands. Right. You know, Like myself, because like, you know, we all out here trying to eat you know most definitely and it's a community you know why not support each other when we can you know sometimes i know we don't have have the means to support everybody or everybody at the same time but at some point in time like i want to be able to support everybody and so for at least buy one thing from everybody you know Mm -hmm. at least because i think everybody's dope you know not just because but I, i think everybody's dope you know right so
0: definitely agree with that bro um but well, yeah, man, so I know you started your company. Well, this is the story, I believe. And you said you started the company with a phone call. After a phone call with a friend, he asked you why you stopped selling T-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I, around 2013, you started a faith-based clothing line, and then you stopped. Uh, was it called God Squad? Oh, no, that's
2: a, that's a couple different things. So okay. God Squad... Uh, my, my long history <laughs> okay.
3: is
2: is being an MC. Um so uh did Christian hip hop for a while since around 2012, 2013. Me and a buddy of mine from uh Idaho started God Squad Records. Right. And um uh, we started with that up as more as like a uh, a face to what we were doing music-wise, like an entity, you know, like you know, there's a death jam in front of all those artists and stuff like that. So this God squad was in front of everybody. And whenever we pumped anything out, we put it under that label. Uh-huh. Um, but the, the thing that I had did was called Yola. Okay. You know, you only live again, it's mad trendy. Right. Um, which is why it went away. You know, uh, it came it around the same time. Drake made that whole Yolo thing popular. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, being a, a follower of the gospel, um, and I say that because I hate using taglines like Christian because it's such, I don't know, it's no, a I, long story. No, I get but, <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, I definitely understand. So I can go into that. Right. But, uh, you know, a pro-Jesus or a follower of the gospel, you know, you know Second uh, Corinthians 5.17, if you read that scripture, it all leads to you only live again.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, So that's when we came up with that. And so I thought I thought, thought that would be pretty cool of some shirts. So I put it on one color shirt. You know, did one, like probably like 15 of them, sold really quick. Yeah. And I uh, got a friend who um, I grew up, went to high school with, uh, ended up being a pastor and started his own ministry. He used to do like these uh, Saturday night things and we were like, hey, you know, come over, set up a table, you know, with your stuff. And so he invited me over, just tell me, just do it. Here, I don't, you know, I'm not asking for any money to do it. Just set your table up and I love you. I love your brand. I love what you're doing. I'm like, all right, cool. So the Yola stuff was selling pretty, pretty good, man. But like I said, it was trendy and kind of ran its course, Uh you know, and then life happened as well. So I stopped and then, you know, time went by and my buddy, um, hit me up and I ain't talked to him in a while either. Yeah. And, uh, he hit me up and he asked me that question. I was like, man, bro, you know, same thing I just told you, you know, and life just happened. He's like, man, you you really have something going. You should really get that going again. And I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I could use a whole Yola thing and, you know, told him why he's like, I get it, well, you know, maybe think of something maybe Yola could come back as a as a shirt inside what you're doing. I'm like, maybe, you know, we'll see. So um I thought about what he said. And um that same day, uh a buddy of mine who I started Gospel Records with sent me a picture. He's like, Yo, just pulled out my old Yola t shirt, about to put this on the I was like, Oh, that's crazy, you know? <laughs> right. All right two times right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and then in the uh the facebook memories was a picture of uh one of the yola shirts it was a tank top idea way back i'm like okay that's three times
3: mm-hmm.
2: all right okay i get it I see what you're doing so my mind starts going and it's going it's going right. you know okay what can i do how can i get this started i feel like you're trying to tell me something because there's the threes you know there's this three number you know father son holy spirit you know, the, the three, you know, just the threes, you know, I will, and I have a three for you later on in the, in the story. But uh, so I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. So I started thinking about it. And I, like I said, I didn't want to use Yola. What can I do? So I was listening to this song by a, a group called Jesus Culture. It's called Fall Afresh. Okay. Really nice song. I like it a lot. And um, I don't listen to that uh, to a lot of, of the uh, Christian contemporary music, uh-huh. um, but that particular song, I, I dug and I listened to it often, and the group's name is Jesus Culture, so it's called Fall Afresh, so I was like afresh, I never heard that word before, you know, A-F-R-E-S-H, a- so I looked it up and it's like to begin new, to start new again, um, and uh, like to, to wake up afresh, to start the day afresh, you know, it's like you're you're, you're, you're starting a new day right and so i was like that's a pretty dope word to be honest i kind of like it and then so i took that and then the name of the band is jesus culture and that kind of like stuck with me too so i was like okay maybe a fresh culture and i started drawing it out you know writing it down seeing how i look writing it down on paper how does it look together you know uh-huh. and um i was like okay cool so i went to my computer made a logo for it and everything i'm like all right let's roll with it so then i just started doing more research on uh, how to get shirts out um, quickly for good prices and stuff like that. And so I started the brand, Fresh Culture. And, and the main thing was to take pop culture and put a, a faith-based spin on it. Okay. Well, I did that for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. The whole pop culture, whatever, trendy thing, it just wasn't popping. You know, it just, it, it was uh, for, uh, I say this to a lot of people who ask me Questions like, for lack of better words, it was corny, you know. Okay. So I, I did it. It ran this course for a little while, and I didn't want to quit. I almost quit, but something told me don't quit. So I paused what I was doing because I was spending more money and buying shirts for myself to wear and on Facebook ads than I actually even made. You know, yeah, so yeah, I can tell. Okay, well, I think it's corny. And then looking at my my, my sales here, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not the only person that thinks that. you know. So um, I shut it down and I ended up shutting it down for three months. Okay. Right? So I got the three signs, I ended up shutting it down later on for the three months um, because I had to rebrand this whole thing. Wanted to keep the name, wanted to keep the thing going. So I rebranded from a Fresh Culture to a Fresh Culture clothing company. Um and then the whole afresh thing, and the word fresh, which is one of my favorite words ever since I was young. I'm from the breakdance era, you know, and you know the no the, doubt, whole, no you know, the, the the golden era of hip hop and stuff. So um, you know, the whole stay fresh is like, you know, to be afresh. You know, how do you stay afresh? You know, and it's like for me, to stay afresh daily is wake, pray, uh give thanks, repent, forgive. And you keep your soul fresh every day. So How do I stay fresh? I'm like, yo, stay fresh. So I said, that's it. That's how I'm going to rebrand this thing. And so I decided, and and also I started researching other brands, Uh Uh, other streetwear brands and seeing what do they have in common? Why are they doing so well? Where what I thought was going to be pretty cool, wasn't cool. You know, so I looked right. at brands like The Hundreds,
1: Yep,
2: Planes, Stussy, hmm. Nike, of course, Art of Homage, Grateful Apparel, Forgiving Boutique. I looked at all these other brands, and it's like, what is the things that they had in common? Um, who else? Uh, you got uh, Melody Ashan- uh, Asani, You got um, You got Jeff Staples' brand. You got Fear yep. of God.
1: Yep, Fear of God. God
2: yeah, um, Myth the Marathon. You know, you have all these brands and I'm looking at like, what is keeping them? What is a common denominator? And it was like simplicity. These cats keep everything simple. They don't do anything. They have some designs that are, you know, a little bit more, you know, but for the most part, if you look back, like I was looking at uh, Bobby Hundreds, the Hundreds of Instagram page and they had put up an advertisement that really resonated. It was like, you know, we've done so many designs but this is our best selling design ever. And it was just the one that just says the hundreds. Yeah. That shirt was the hundreds going a slight slight slant across the chest, just the hundreds. Yeah, The best selling. You know what I mean? It's like, keep it simple. So that's what I did. I did the whole stay fresh. I made it symmetrical where I took the E out. You can still see it says fresh, you know, so that it lines up with the word stay, four letters, four letters. Put it on a hat. I did 12 hats to start with. Okay, popped. I did more. It was popping. I was like, okay, let me go to hoodies. So I went to hoodies and they was popping. And then before you know it, so shutting down for three days, Jesus said, I will destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Amen. Yep. So it's like these threes. Like everything, everything's you know? coming in threes, like, yeah. You, you're telling me something here. I'm going to roll with it. This is what we're doing. And, it, and this brand gives me a way to cleverly but also in a dope way display what my faith is, but do it dope, like, and not corny, because the whole stay fresh thing can go with so much. It can go beyond what your faith belief is or what my faith belief is. You know, it goes into sneaker culture, you know, and hip hop, you know, and things like that, because how I look at it is the gospel is for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. If you want it, my call is for everybody. If you want it, you know, Mm -hmm. so, and that's what that is. And I I always say salvation is for everybody. The gospel is for everybody. You just have to want anything you want. It's for you. You just have to want it enough to get it, you know, regardless if it's good or bad for you. If you want it, you're going to go get it. So it's like, you know, this is for everybody if you want it. And it's been doing pretty good so far, you know, it's, 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 tri- it's, it's moving over into the whole sneaker culture, which is what I really wanted. I wanted to hit that skateboard culture, but mm-hmm. it hasn't really gotten there yet. Uh, yeah. You know, but, uh, the sneaker culture, you know, matching it with the, you know, the different shoes and the you know, Jordans, Air Force Ones, whatever the case is, has been uh pretty dope. So that's where it was and, you know, that's where it's heading.
0: No doubt, man. Um, yeah. And I definitely agree with you on um, what you said about, you know, being simple, you know, keeping it simple. Because sometimes less is more, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, But it seems like, you know, you can always get a whole bunch of different opinions, especially when you run the clothing brand. You, know, you probably get this too. A lot of people might try to give you opinions on what to make. And you should do this, bro. You should put this on the sleeve or you should put this yes. on the back. I'm like, come on, man. I can't listen to everybody's ideas appreciate the ideas but i can't listen to everybody's ideas as well because some people might say no you need to add more so you gotta add more yeah you, you gotta you know just putting a plain logo on something that's not gonna work but sometimes you know regular logos will do work it's all the it all the. so you want to have a i guess a good amount of advice but still incorporate what you want to do with your brand because at the end of the day it's your brand and you want right. it to be about what you want to do at the same time you know what i mean yeah. So um but yeah man, sometimes you know we can we can overthink designs when it comes to a clothing brand cuz you might think something that you might like everybody else might not, might not like because it's just it might be too simple you think. But like you said, mm-hmm. sometimes you just can't overthink it. Just put out what you think is is good and then go from there, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely man. Um because you know to, and, and for people to say that's like you buy a shirt you'll you'll spend 30 plus dollars on a t-shirt with just a check on it right but you're doing it just because it's nike plain shirt check right here over the heart you know and that's it but people buy because it's nike but that also tells you that simplicity works you know you don't have to go all over the place now for me you know, once that whole stay fresh thing was starting to really do its thing, then I said, okay, I'll I'll move and do some other things. You know, but that stay fresh will always be a staple. Right. You know, just like Bobby Hundreds, that, that the Hundreds is always a thing. No matter how many people he collaborates with, uh-huh. that is always something he's going to go back to. You know. And the same to a Nike. Nike, Nike can have all these shirts, but that one that just says Nike with the check is going to always be.
0: Always going to pop, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a fact, man. It's, and a lot of brands, like you said, a lot of brands have that. A lot of brands have that one staple piece, just like Supreme. You know, Supreme has the, the box logo, which they can put out anything else, but, you know, when they drop that box logo tee again, people are going to want that box logo. That's yep. a basic red box with Supreme in, inside the box. You know what I'm saying? It's White all about branding.
2: Red box with Supreme inside the box, 40 bucks.
0: Yep. And they, re, they resell it for hundreds of dollars
2: <laughs> right. online.
0: You know what I'm they saying? They
2: resell the t-shirt.
0: Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. And that's and that what <laughs> that what makes the value of it go up. Like you as a brand, let's say you're selling your teas for $30, $40. You know, you still going to make your your profit. But the demand is there because maybe you don't have, and the thing about that too, a lot of brands don't re- release a lot of whatever they have, so it's limited quantity, which mm-hmm. makes the which makes the retail, I mean, the resale price go up drastically. You know what I'm saying? So right. they know it's gonna be hard to get, and a lot of people like stuff that's that's hard to get because they know that a lot of people are not gonna have it. You know what I mean? So, True. Yeah, man.
2: It's also helpful when you know, when you are creative too, because like that's how I do my stuff too. Is like it's a limited quantity. So if I drop a color, that that color's limited. Once it's gone, it's gone. But that allows you to do more stuff, right? As well. So it works.
0: It most definitely does, bro. Um. Oh yeah, another question I had too. Um, I know you're from Chicago. Um. So you familiar with, you know, Virgil Abloh, Don C. Um, have you heard of Joe Fresh Goods?
2: Yeah, yeah. Joe, you... Joe, so I don't know. I would love to meet them one day. Um, I, I told myself uh, that when the weather got better. So I, w- I was trying to get out there to uh, get to a lot of these people's shops, uh-huh. like Joe Fresh Goods, like uh, Fashion Geek. Um, who's out in Chicago as well. There's uh, Leaders who's out in Chicago. And um, I was like, I'm just going to spend a day and go hit up all these shops and just go meet these people. You know, but uh, weather just, you know, hasn't been really great and then this hit. So Uh hopefully when the world goes back to normal, I can hit the road. You know, Chicago's like 40 minutes up the highway, you know, and just get up there and just meet these people and I would love to pick brains and just, Stuff like that these are guys who who are doing it, right? Like they doing it, you know. Joe Fresh Goods, um, I can relate to these guys, you know. Most
0: definitely, bro. Um,
2: I can relate to them. There's a uh, I listened to an interview with him, man, and just listening to him, he's another inspiration. But he um he is relatable to guys like us, you know. They hit, they have a lot of, the, they think the same things. Um, they hit the same you know, pitfalls or whatever. And they're, but they're just doing it on a bigger scale, but they weren't always, of course, doing on a bigger scale. But right now, you know, they're doing it on a bigger scale, you know? So it's like, you want to talk to people who are at that level that you're trying to reach, Yeah, you know, and look at, you know, and uh, you know, some people look at uh, other cats and, and they get jealous but I I, love, I follow these guys because it's so inspiring. It's like you know I want to get there one day. You know, if I keep, you 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 keep pushing at anything, you can get to where you want to get to. If you keep pushing, it's like if I keep pushing this, I can get to I can get there. And uh, Joe loves doing pop ups,
3: uh-huh.
2: right? So he has a shop, the Fat Tiger Workshop, but uh, he hits the road. And we're not just talking about like you know the next city over. Like he hits the road, road. you know new york or whatever and does these pop-ups and mugs be lined up this dude had people lined up in chicago all-star weekend in the cold for a pair of new balance
0: yeah bro i seen that i seen he had those um those new balance collabs (laughs) i think he's like overall been collabing with new balance a lot and um but yeah i seen i seen that man out in the cold getting those new balances bro like it's crazy
2: Real quick, people
0: lined up in the
2: cold for new balance, right? I mean, and then sell out, right? And then sell out,
0: exactly, bro. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Are you
2: kidding me? crazy, man. New balance,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we wear new balances out here. Well, though that specific style is like a style that a lot of us on this side wear, but you don't really see a lot of other like other. Styles and new Balances being worn. You know, that's like the only popular style amongst, you know, I guess you want to say streetwear or whatever, hip-hop culture, whatever mm-hmm. the type thing. But, but yeah, bro, like, it's crazy. You know, once you start somewhere, you just – you never know what your – what the limit is. You know, you just keep going, keep going, you know? Yeah. Most definitely, man. Um But, yeah, oh, yeah, and another person, Kanye West, of course, probably the biggest – guy out of Chicago to, you know, as far as the fashion game, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a real good artist and now he's doing Christian music, you know, and, yeah. and he's kind of taking the fashion industry by storm, you know, and he's another guy from Chicago that's doing his thing too, man. Y- y'all got a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of great people coming out of Chicago, man, doing their thing in the fashion industry.
2: It is, man. It's a, it's a lot of people who, um, like you said, Don C, Virgil, Kanye, which Don C and Virgil were Kanye's boys.
0: Right, exactly.
2: You know, like they, they got on. I don't know if I would say that Kanye put them on, but I know he has something to do with them getting out there.
1: Right.
2: You know, and stuff like that. But there's so many other cats like, uh, like Leaders, that store, the owner of that store. You know, Joe Fresh Goods came for me. He worked at Leaders. He was under that guy. Um, you know, Alonzo from Fashion Geek. And there's just so many other ones. There's so many other dope ones out there that I just can't even, you know, remember to name. There's a, gosh, there's a bunch of them out there. There's another store that I'm trying to think of um, that did really big around All-Star Weekend. Nike Nike hit up uh, uh, probably about five or six Chicago streetwear designers yeah. to collaborate for All-Star Weekend. And do stuff, man. It was so dope to see that, man. To see those people like, or, you know, Jordan, yeah. you know, they're doing like stuff for Jordan, you know, and these cats is from the city, you know what I mean? It's like, it is beyond inspirational, man. But uh, there's a lot of flavor out of Chicago. And on top of that, come on, you know, Jordan kicked that off. Wow. Chicago already has a lot of style. People, you know, there's a lot of style come from Chicago, uh-huh. but. You know, when that dude put on them black and red J's back in 84, you know, 84, back. 85, you know, that changed the game, bro. Most definitely, it changed bro. things. Right. You know? So not even just for shoes, but when it came to actual streetwear culture, it changed things, man. He's a pioneer and probably didn't think of himself that way when it comes to streetwear culture, but I think he's a pioneer.
0: Most definitely, you know? bro. He changed the game, and like, um, it's yeah. It seems like that's where it kind of took off, cause, and um, you referenced Spike Lee earlier, and you know when Jordan was doing the commercials, he had Spike Lee, and then Spike Lee was doing his Martin movies. Blackman. Yeah, Mars Blackman. And then he had the shoes on, and then it kind of spiraled after that, and then you saw people wearing Jordans for style, not even playing basketball no more. And ain't about they probably never played basketball in their life, but they're they going to have them J's on. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Because And she's got to have it. You know, Spike Lee's first movie. Yeah. What did he have on? He had on J's. Exactly. And it was for style. Bro.
0: Exactly, bro.
2: Yep. You know, it was for style. Do the right thing. Oh, boy, bugging out. Who got the Jordan Road over with the bike? Yeah. The dude <laughs> wearing the Larry Bird shirt?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> bro, I almost got ran over by a bike with my brand new J's on yesterday. And I felt just like that movie. It's like she didn't even see me. Dude, <laughs> a brand new Jordan 5s, clean and white. You know, it was outside. And she rolled her but It's like she didn't even see me. And when she rolled past me, I still don't think she saw. I don't know how she, I was right there. I had to stop and step back so she wouldn't roll over my feet.
0: Bro, man, that was a close <laughs> no, one, bro. Because those, though, they're mostly white. they mostly white shoes. You know what I'm saying? So that you would have been done.
2: Right, so it was the, big it. the right thing. Moment, exactly, bro.
0: <laughs> exactly, bro. And I was trying. To, I was trying to get them fives too, man. I've been, I've been taking l's on all these on all these Jordans, bro. I was trying to get the um. At first, I was trying to get the Fear of God, the Nike Fear of God shoes. On um, mm-hmm. this is an app called Sneakers. You probably heard of it. Um, I was trying to get the shoes on there. It was sold out. I try to get the um the five red fives, the Jays. They sold out. Then last week they came out with the um, I forgot the official name of them, but it was like black oh, and blue. The black and blue ones. The black and blue ones. Yeah. I was trying to get those, and I took a L on that, cause like they they you know they come out at ten o'clock every week, and you gotta just get on and put in your payment information, and like yeah. if you got the app, your payment information is already stored in there, so you all you gotta do is just put in your um three digit three-digit code on the back and then hit submit. Yeah. And I did that, like, at 10 o'clock, right on the dot. And, like, I guess it was a raffle. So, yeah. like, even if you put your payment information in, if you don't hit on the raffle, you don't get the shoes. So, like, I took an L on, like, all these shoes. Bro, I just want to be a pair of J's, man. Like, and especially because yeah. these shoes, these stores are not well, – or the store's opening up back now. But, you know, a month or two ago, we couldn't go to the mall and get shoes. We had to get them online, you know? Right.
2: You oh. got, you got to hit. Like for me, I put my Apple pay on my sneakers app. Right. So I don't have to type in that extra three digit code or whatever. Yeah. I just put the Apple pay on there and let it go. But even with the black and blue ones, I, I tried to get them. I was, I, I really didn't want them. I was going to get them. And uh, cause my brother was trying to get them. Right. And um, his, he loves blue and um, he was trying to get them. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get these at his size. just in case, cause he was trying to get them. So try to get them in his size too. So if he doesn't hit I hit, and he'll just send me the money, right? You know, but uh, I was all as soon as nine o'clock hit, like the moment, because here at nine o'clock. But um, as soon yeah. as it hit, boom, tapped it, because I had to, I you know, I go in, I go in, because your size is already listed under your profile, yeah. So I go in prior to and change my size so that when the nine o'clock hit,
1: Y'all I just hit the pay
2: button. You know what I mean, right? And uh, I did. I was nine o'clock on a die. It's probably a few seconds after nine o'clock when I hit the button. Still didn't get it. <laughs> yeah,
0: bro, it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, and people say bots are ruining the game. Like, they got the bots that they yeah. eat, they kind of get all the shoes. You know what I'm saying? But you know, regular people like you and me, we just want shoes to buy. I mean, shoes right. to wear. You know, they just bound us to resell them. But you know, hopefully, um, I probably should just stop by the. So I will not really trying to go out today, though. But you know, once everything starts getting back to normal, maybe I just try to hit up the malls and see if I can get some of these shoes, you know, cause yeah. some, some exclusive shoes, they don't put in all the stores, you know what I mean? Right. Um, And out here, and they probably out where you live, y'all probably have more places where they put those shoes at, you know, Chicago, LA and New York, probably top three cities that probably get more of those exclusive shoes mm-hmm. in stores, you know, like being from Virginia, we they probably won't put a lot of those exclusives down here in stores, but we got to get them online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, bro. Like, yeah, going back to Jordan though, Jordan definitely revolutionized the sneaker culture, streetwear culture overall, man. Yep. Um, But a question about that too, man, who, who would you say are your, as far as like getting into fashion and clothing, do you have anybody that influenced you other than Jordan and those, those other guys we talked about?
2: Um, it, it's, it's mainly those, those guys that, but, um, just overall, um, outside of people or other brands, like the ones that I name, it's probably just like elements around me, you know, like I, I grew up on hip hop, Yeah. you know, I, I grew up on, uh, De La, Tri, mm. Nas, Big Daddy Kane, you know, heck, you can even go back a little bit to, you know, of, of course, everybody knows Run, DMC. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, you go back to their Run, uh, DMC, Curtis Blow, Fat Boys. You know, just the culture has always been there of, of just being fly. Like, if you look back to, like, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, right, you look at the outfits they had on. Really out there, uh, um, Zulu Nation, you know, Africa Bambada. You know, these dudes, they wore, like, tailored Outfits that were like just out there, you know, big fur and, you know, the the tall boots and things like that. This was like, you know, there was like a hip hop funkadelic, you know, <laughs> look, you know. Yeah. And it's like people just feel like this. If you go rap, this is like how you're supposed to dress leather and, you know, and stuff like that. But then Run DMC hit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Run DMC was like. We ain't wearing that, you know. They put on, the, you know, the the the, uh, the Lee jeans, yeah. You know, yeah. The, and then they put on the uh, uh, the the shell toes,
3: mm-hmm. you
2: know, with the, with the hat with the hat. You know, they either wore like the black leather blazer or they wore the the Adidas uh, track jacket, you know, whatever. But they came out looking like that and looking like the people. You know, right. this is how the people the people didn't look like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You know, mm. they looked like Run DMC. You know, so another to me pioneer of streetwear culture. You know, Run DMC. You know, they revolutionized. You know that as well by bringing uh, gym shoes that were used for specific um, specific things like tennis or whatever. And it's like, no, you know, this is how we wear it in the street, and we don't wear it with shoelaces either.
3: You know, it's right?
2: yep. like <laughs> the tongue is out. We ain't, we ain't got shoelaces on, blah, blah, blah. Or then the fat laces, you know, whatever. You know, so it's like, you know, and, and so you look at stuff like that as well. And that stuff is inspiring because those things go in circles,
3: you mm-hmm. know.
2: But those cats, they wore, you know, the hoodies, you know, with the Tim's. Yep. You know, you know, Carhartt hoodies or Champion or whatever it was back then, and which Champion is back now. You know, you know, they wore their stuff with the Tims, and then you know Jordan dropped. They wore it with the Jordans because they were wearing a, the the Shell toes before that. You know, then Jordan hits, they're wearing Jordans now. You know, and then they, you know, they're wearing the Air Force Ones, which I think new year they call them Uptowns.
0: Yeah, we you call know, them, we call them fatheads down here.
2: <laughs> we say they call them what?
0: Fatheads.
2: Yeah, I heard that in Virginia, yeah. Virginia. Yeah, yeah called that fatheads. Fat. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that stuff, you know, but, you are know, looking into that, it's like, you know, how can that, things that happened in that era inspire, you know, things that I'm doing? And that's why I love, because to me, that stuff was everyday stuff. You know, that was everyday wear. Street wear is everyday wear. You know, mm-hmm. You know, the hoodie, no, you can never go wrong with a nice hoodie. Never, bro. <laughs> you know, you never go wrong, and everybody loves t-shirts, you know, and stuff like that. So you know, you know, a nice pair of joggers, you know, you know, you wear your jeans or whatever. But sometimes you just want a nice pair of joggers to put on, uh-huh. you know. And everybody has their, you know, their uh, Russell joggers or their you know, champion or their Nike joggers or whatever, you know, but having a nice pair of joggers is just nice to put on. And that's everyday fashion as well. If you look at Old War from Fear of God, you'll see pictures of him in his his joggers, you know, with the long strings that go down to like his feet they yep. their back. And then he has on the trench coat.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, over that's a, it's it's dope. But that that style is still reminiscent of that early 80s. Yeah you know, style, it, it, it plays back off of that, you know, so that stuff is, is outside of the, the brands that name. It's it's the eras, you know, that inspired as well, the music, you know, things like that.
0: No doubt, bro. Definitely agree with you on that, man. Um, it seems like, you know, especially like these bigger brands, like you got people like Versace and Gucci collaborating with, you know, streetwear brands, and it, it seems like, you know, a lot of things that we might have seen maybe in the 90s and early 2000s, as far as, you know, you might have had like FUBU, um, Sean John, Rockawear, they kind of were the big, I guess you can still call that streetwear, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop, hip hop wear, streetwear, whatever you want to call it. Those are the brands that kind of became big. But now, in these days, you got these brands now that are collaborating with these luxury brands now. And I think these luxury brands see the value of our culture and you know how it is, man. Everybody want a piece of the pie. So they want to see how they can collaborate themselves with that specific culture. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with two different worlds collaborating. And as far as that too, man, um, you know, streetwear is some streetwear is kind of going luxury too. You got off white, and you mentioned right, really. um, you mentioned Fear of God. That's more luxury streetwear, and yep. it's like they're kind of combining the two together now. You know, so it's a lot of changes are being made. A lot of new stuff we're seeing. You know, it's just <laughs> it's just great to see a lot of these creatives like you and me and those people doing mm-hmm. their thing. And it's a, it's a lot easier for people to be seen now as well. You know, a lot a lot of opportunity. Um, a lot of ways for our voice to be heard and be seen, you know. So yeah. it's just great, real great.
2: Yeah. You, you mentioned those brands, like, you know, and then one piece of the pie of the streetwear culture. Like, was it was it Virgil who, who is working with is it working with Louis Vuitton?
3: Yeah. Yep. Correct.
2: I think Virgil is. You know, like uh, he's like the art, like artistic director or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like. That's dope because, like, if you know, it's one thing to just be one of those brands and just take the culture or take from the culture, but like, I'm I'm happy to have somebody like him who is from it,
1: yeah, right, you know, right
2: and let him control it. Now he's in, you know, which is dope. Um, you know, he's in there. But what what you know, you mentioned some other brands too. That are um really big and a part of streetwear history. Like you mentioned, Fubu and Sean John, but even going back further to cross color and Ooh. Carl Kanai.
1: Yeah, Carl Kanai, you know, yeah.
2: Like, you know, those are those are some heavy, you know, pioneers, you know, like, you know, to have on a Carl Kanai joint, you know, that that vest remember the, the Carl Kanai vest mm-hmm. with the big metal plate on it and the and the big Becky shorts, you know, or the or the cross color jeans, you know, yeah bright yellow or bright red baggy cross color jeans that it's was definite. the stuff back then you know i yeah. couldn't afford it and you know my mom couldn't afford that stuff so we got ours from the swap you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 you know it had the metal plate on the carl canai belt, vest but it wasn't carl can I, really yeah you know but uh it was like carl can i wear this like, can, know, I wear it? like
0: is, can, can i wear <laughs> is it okay <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, man. Yes, that, that was. I, I hate. It feels like I'm happy. Crock and I is making a comeback, and so is Cross Color. If you look around it, it's they're they're making a comeback, and they should have never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like the coach is like you know they, they they throw stuff away sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's like yo, you know, Crock and I paved the way for a lot of people. Most definitely, bro. You know, for a lot of people, it'd be like no Sean John if it wasn't for like a Carl Kanai or, or cross color, but no Rockaware, you know. Now you got Paper Planes, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, those are all products of Carl Kanai, man. Upscale streetwear, yep. you know.
0: Most definitely, bro. And it, it seems like they, those people had to, you know, create the path. Like they might have, they, you know, those people probably weren't able to get collaborations with Versace and Gucci or be the creative director of Louis Vuitton, but they still paved the way to, for us to have a Virgil or maybe even a Kanye because no matter how much they say they're doing, whatever, everybody had got has gotten inspiration from somebody or we all look yeah. up to someone. You know what I'm saying? We just yeah. don't do this out of the blue. Oh, I just want to create a clothing line. Somebody had to inspire you to do what you do, you know? And mm-hmm. some of our ideas had to come from somewhere, not that we're stealing ideas, but it's, it's a little bit of inspiration in everything that we do, and we just create it to become our own thing. But it's like, yeah. it's always different levels and different people that's, you know, adding more to the history of hip-hop culture or streetwear culture or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, if what, but definitely them, they definitely paved the way i was a young boy back then man in the 90s you know still in kindergarten elementary school but i still know about those people um but yeah i mean i just like 90s hip-hop that, that's 90s culture was just it seemed like that that always makes a comeback every now and then it's like certain elements in what you see in fashion is yeah. always going to be there because it was just so much style back then it was just I don't know. I just don't know what the maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm being biased because I was born in the '90s. I was born in 1990, and I, and I grew up in that in that decade. You know, that was my childhood. But yeah. there was just so much going on. You know, back then,
2: so much style, man. It, you're absolutely right about that. And it, it, to me, it's timeless because people keep going back to it. You know, but so much. I mean, you look at even you look at TV shows, right? You know, you look at martin mm-hmm. you know uh he had a he had a different style than fresh prince yeah right it was all 90s style you know martin uh, you know fresh prince was more you know of course he, he was a rapper you know he had like a hip-hop style he always wore the jordans the flights mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that the bright colors you know martin had that other style of the 90s you know that, that that people rocked with, you know? But it was so much.
1: Yeah. That
2: the style of the 90s, to me, was like one of the best. And even not even just that, but even in hip, in hip-hop in general, which I mentioned before, if you look at it like this, you look at now, right? huh And let's take Drake or let's take Migos. I'm going to take Drake, I'm going to take Migos, and I'm going to take... Uh, I'm gonna take um, God, what is his name? Um, he just put out an album called "Pray for Paris." Uh, Um, Dang, man, what was his name? Um, how did I forget that too, bro? I was supposed to know that. Pray for Paris. Westside Gun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Westside Gun, right? So let's take. I'm gonna take those three as an example, and then we go back to '90s hip hop. So '90s hip hop, you can take one subject and tell 10 rappers to rap about that one subject separately, separate rooms, separate cities, wherever. And they all come with a, they own take on that one subject, their own style, their own cadence, you know, the, you know, the way they flow, everything, 10 different styles. Neither one of them sounded the same. They near didn't use the same metaphor. Right. But then you go fast forward to today. Drake comes out with a style, right? Right. A little singy, singy style, whatever. How he raps, da, 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 you know, whatever. And now you have all these other, you know, you got the the other rappers who think, oh man, sound like that. They just start rapping like, like like Drake, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And now, but Drake's the originator. Drake is the one that's going to live on.
3: Right. Those
2: other guys are going to fall off because they're copying Drake. All Drake got to do is is, is is change the style up a little bit because they all copied them if you wanted to. But it works for Drake, but it didn't work for everybody else, right? right? Right. You got the Migos come out, they're rapping a certain way. You know, and then the ad libs in the back. You know, all that stuff, right? <laughs> uh huh. Every Now, everybody's doing those same ad libs, and they're rapping the same way as Migos. You right. know what I mean? Right. And, and, and future, I think future kind of. Run the same thing, same way, but you know, even in like in the Christian hip hop area, you got cats doing the same thing. They you know, start copying how Drake rap. Now they're doing the the the, uh, the ad libs, you know, Migos ad libs. It's like, yo, if any genre of hip hop needs to come original, y'all need to come original. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like, come on, why are you want to sound like these, like 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 another. You know, uh, if they're a part of your crew, I get it. Y'all all sound alike because y'all are part of the same crew. But, you know, in Christian it it's like, you know, not of this world, blah, 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 blah. You, you know, it's like, okay, well, you sound like them. You don't have your own style. And even in just regular hop in general, it's like you're, you're Xeroxing what is popular and what's making money. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you because it's working for them. Uh-huh. Right? And then you go to West Side Gun, you know, Griselda. Westside Gun has a brr and a boom, 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 boom His ad in the back. That's like his thing. Right. I heard uh, a rapper um, do that in his song. Uh, not a well-known, I don't think it was a well-known rapper, but still just like, you know, and it was Christian hip hop, you know, and I heard him, you know, brr in the background. I'm like,
0: Come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <What> are
2: you... <laughs> Damn, what did you do? And not only him, I heard some other rapper, it wasn't a Christian hip-hop, but some other rapper, I can't think who it was, but do the boom, 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 boom. I'm like, that's not your thing. That's West Side Gun's thing. All right. You know? Like, that's his thing. Boom, boom, boom. You can't do that. (laughs) You know? So it's like, it's one thing to straight up just jack. In the 90s, you couldn't do that. Uh -uh. You couldn't jack nobody's stuff like that
0: yeah it seemed like everybody had their own style back then yeah
2: (laughs) it was an absolute problem Kumo D went after ll cool j because he thought cool j jacked his style
0: (laughs) well you're definitely getting dissed back then bro definitely
2: (laughs) you can't do that but it's one thing to be inspired just like in fashion to be inspired but you don't have to necessarily copy you know but you can be inspired there's a lot of inspiration in the world you know I
0: forgot what even got me on that subject. Oh, man, um, I don't know either, but I think we, we were just talking about just influences and who who how we got get influenced to do certain things, you know? Yeah. But yeah, bro, I definitely agree. Like, it's one thing if you take, if you're influenced to do something um, by someone, but you still want to make it your own at the end of the day. And that goes with anything. If it comes to a clothing line or doing music any anything you try to do, man, you know, it's one thing if you be inspired, but let's make sure you you still make make it your own. You know, you can incorporate some different elements of whoever inspired you, but still create your own style. You know what I mean? That's always important, man. Um, but yeah, bro, let's. You just started talking about music, and I know we talked about earlier. you, had, you got a record label called God Squad, and um, you are a Christian rapper, um, you make beats, right. And, um, yeah. so yeah, man. So how, how did you get into that? And, um, how long have you been doing
2: it? Um, I've been into hip hop since I was like in the sixth grade. Okay. Um, which is a very long time ago without telling how old I am, a <laughs> uh, very, very long time ago, my first rap in the sixth grade and, uh, kind of pr- produced it in a way. I used to do this thing with two boom boxes. <laughs> Had two boom boxes. We yeah. had the built-in microphones in them. Right. So I would take the one boom box. I would, so what was a dual cassette radio? So I would take uh, the break. You know, in a song. I think uh, they call them pause tapes. But I thought I was the only one doing it at the time. Mm-hmm. Turns out I, I grew, got older later on. I found out people like Q Tip was doing it. You know, it's right. like pause tapes. Said, That's not like what I was doing. But um, you would take the break. I had the double cassette radio. One tape has the blank. The other one has the what you call it. You have to pause it at the right time. You know, play on one, record on the other, play the break, record, pause it, rewind the break back to the right spot, unpause, record. So before you know it, do a whole bunch of times, you got like, you know, three minute, four minute instrumental. Mm -hmm. Then you take the other uh, radio, and that one using that mic and the other radio to record on another blank tape. So you record yourself, rap. Over this instrumental you just made so that's what i was doing back then okay um but was never really a beat maker um until like 2013 because i always wanted to do it and um i decided to start uh, making beats and i made my first um album called beats rhymes in christ right um and and i made that album and uh that was pretty cool to do because i made all the beats except for two of them on there and uh, that's how I got started doing that. And now, um, you know, getting into doing beats for other other MCs, like uh, just put out a project with this rapper named Young Paul out of New Jersey.
1: Okay.
2: He bought this, uh, it's like 15-minute EP. And I did all the beats on there and uh, did another one for him. He had a whole other album last year that he did that I did all the beats for and they got the above the clouds project that I did all the production for and a couple of my own things like beat tapes and stuff like that. So getting more into it and uh, doing it for other people. And uh young Paul has been shouting me out too on Twitter because people have been, you know, tweeting like, you know, who, who are some dope, you know, Christian, you know, boom bap beat makers and he's like tweeting my name, you know, you need to know who this guy is. You know, that's (laughs) what's up though. Yeah, that's what's up. that's pretty dope, you know. So I'm waiting for people to reach out to me from that. But um, but that's how I got into that. That's like the side thing. You know, the the brand is my real thing, you know, the clothing brand. But uh I have fun doing hip hop, it's what, you know, I love it, it's been loving it since the sixth grade, earlier than sixth grade. We're talking about like fourth you know, third, second grade, you know, but, uh, so that's always going to be something that I just enjoy doing, you know, just because, you know, it makes me, you know, it makes me a little happy, you know, to hear my stuff, you know, other people rapping over my beats and things like that. It, it, it feels cool, you know, kind of like when my wife sees her magazine, a uh, magazine on the shelf with her face on it, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> I see her in the background. How you doing? <laughs>
2: You see her? She yeah, woke up. <laughs> yeah, she was, <laughs> yeah, she yeah, right awake. This yeah, is to be audio only. Okay. Yeah, it's audio, it's audio only. But <laughs> how you
0: doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, I was, um, I was, um, Dante was telling me you was, uh, you was knocked out. You was getting some good beauty rest.
3: Man, <laughs> listen, it's been tough. <laughs> I know it's that's been right. Crazy. Yeah.
2: Wasted a whole day, man. I've been tired. It's just been going, 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 you know, filming like a lot. Then the weather changed and having to deal with clients and things like that. It's it's been difficult. But yes.
3: <laughs> I was asleep.
0: No, it's all good. It's not it's nothing wrong with getting some good rest, man. We all need it, you know. A yeah, lot of us are busy, yeah. but it's, a, it's good to have a good day to just go to sleep and just get all the rest. You've been yearning to get during the week. You know what I mean? so Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's
3: awesome.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. Man. So, yeah,
2: that's it Tiffany. Good. It was good meeting you.
0: it's good meeting you, too. Maybe we can still do a podcast one day, you know, if you're up for it. Yeah, um, okay. I'm always down. You know, if y'all good, I can still get y'all back on. We can talk about interior design because I'm very – intrigued on what you do as well. And um I did some research showing you know, I I know I looked up what you did and um and I'm a homeowner as well. And um I'm always looking to do new things to my home. It's, I'm always, you know, looking to learn more about that type of stuff. So Oh yeah.
3: yeah. That's that's cool. Let's let's schedule that. Okay, I'll no doubt. Cool.
0: We can do it. Yeah we can schedule it. after we done with this one we can definitely try to schedule it. You know okay, cool. sometime soon. Yep. All
3: right.
2: Go back up. Yeah. (laughs) All (laughs) right. I I, I, I wish I could help you right now, but I can't. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my wife. That's Tiffany Brooks, uh, HGTV host. Um, she won Design Star uh, season eight back in 2012, 2013, something like that. 2012, maybe.
1: Okay.
2: HGTV Design Star. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, she won that and has been with the network ever since. Okay. Now she's doing the smart home. She's been doing that for some years. You know, she's an actual designer, so she designs a smart home and hosts it, gives it away, all that stuff. So if you ever enter to win a smart home, and she knocked on your door, yes, because you won. <laughs> you know.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm. am trying to win that. I'm trying to win that competition. I don't know if she travels all the way to Virginia, but you know.
2: Whoever wins, that's where you. That's where she goes. Oh, that's a fact.
0: <laughs> well, definitely let me know when the next one's coming up. I'm, I'm trying to. However, I gotta do. whatever I gotta do to apply. I'm all up for yeah. it, man.
2: They're they're doing entries right now. You can enter. I think up uh, twice a day on really? HGTV.com. Okay. For the smart home, yeah. Uh, I think they're doing it right now. I don't think it's closed yet. Uh, the entries, but uh, yeah, this one's been doing pretty good. I think the the first day uh that the voting uh, not the voting but the entries opened up yeah um was the biggest where was bigger in that one day than it was last year and last year was a bigger so every year she's been killing it you know
3: uh-huh.
2: so yeah big up. she's an inspiration too man this is part of the reason why i do you know this brand man she's been a boss for a while her own boss
0: That's a thing. And I've been
2: backing her up, you know. So now it's like, you know, I'm still here with her. You know, I still do help her out and do whatever I need. But now it's like, okay, now I can attack, you know, what I want to do, you know.
0: That's what's up. She's
2: who she is. She's Tiffany Brooks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She's
0: Wikipedia-ish, you know? Hey, that's that's big time <laughs> right there, bro. If you, look, if you can look up somebody on Wikipedia, that means you made it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: that's what's up. But it's, that's great that y'all yeah, are able man. to support
0: each other, though, you know? And that's what you want. That's what you definitely want, somebody that can support your dream and the other person supports your dream and y'all can work together mm-hmm. and build an empire together, man. So, And I love this saying, mm-hmm. Black, you know, it's... It's about everybody, but, you know, at the end of the day, this is how I think, you know, I love to seeing black people just being great and doing their thing, you know, because, you know, we always look up, we look up to people, but at the end of the day, we look up to our own as well, and we want to see mm-hmm. our people win, too, you know, especially all the adversity that we go through and all throughout history, you know, um, definitely it's real great to see, you know, your own kind doing great things, man, so... And I'm all about yeah. that, man. So shout out to y'all.
2: Thanks, man.
0: No doubt, man. Um, but yeah, man, like I know this COVID-19 pandemic has been hitting us real hard, man. Um, how have you been able to maintain your business during this time?
2: Man, um, it it's actually hasn't been that bad. I mean, I'm not shipping a, a crap load of stuff uh-huh. every day, you know, but, um, it really hasn't slowed down from what it was. I think now because, you know, this is, you know, my, my brand is through e-commerce, you know, you know, just like yours, it's a website,
1: right.
2: You know, of course, pop-ups are great. And I think by, by now would have had another pop-up if this stuff wasn't happening, you know, but, um, but I think when people, you know, having that presence, social media, I think really helps that stuff when you are a brand like this, you know, like, you know, people, I know I I bring up, you know, still bring up brands like Jordan and stuff like that, but people, you know, still go online and they're buying sneakers, you know, whether Mm -hmm. they're Reebok or Nike or Vans, people still buying that stuff. People are still going to Amazon and not just buying essentials, but they're buying stuff. People are still going to Fashion Nova, you know, and, and buying clothes and, all that stuff, you know, and this, I, thought, I, I don't think it's been any different, you know, with mine, you know, I got, I still get kind of shocked, you know, to wake up to some orders or it'd be in the middle of the day and then some orders come in or whatever. It still kind of shocks me, you know, through this right? because I really thought that it was going to be a moment where I just wasn't going to have anything, uh-huh. you know, and I was you know, preparing my mind for that. And the good thing is that, I, you know, this is not my full-time job. You know, so it's like, I can, me personally, I can be okay with it. Yeah. You know, mentally or financially, somebody like my wife, who is a boss, you know, she owns a design firm who is based off of clients. You know, she films on TV. If there's nothing to do, you know, there's no money coming in, you know, my full-time job is still paying us even though we're at home
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know so this thing hasn't really affected my brand that much but i'm still shocked to see orders come in throughout the day and it's a blessing man to you know i don't mind taking a, a five minute drive over to the post office because they're real close to me and drop off a bunch of packages you know because I'm, I'm thankful for it and surprised you know every every order is like the last one to me yeah. every one like the first one and then the next one is like the last one you know so to get those is always a blessing to me man i don't take any of them for granted at all but uh through this i call it the invisible bully you know <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they take the biggie line and i call it the invisible bully you know because that's what it is you know this thing is bullying us around and you know you know it's telling us what we you know when can we go outside and You know, and how close can we get to people? We can't hug people or shake somebody's hand. You know, it's like, no, you can't do this. You know, that's why I call it the invisible bully. But through it all, man, I think it's been pretty decent. And, um, but it also allows me to uh, think about other things that I want to do, you know, with the brand as well. Yeah. And uh, manufacturers are still working, you know, people who are still, still, you know, trying to get work you know, from, from people like us, uh-huh. you know, they're still trying to get work. So it's like, Hey, you know, like, you know, we do this, we do that, we do this. Can we get you a quote or Can we get you a sample or whatever, you know, that's an opportunity to build a relationship with the manufacturer or a factory, um, you know, to, to sew some pieces up for me, you know, and things like that. So, and uh but that, that's just pretty much where it's been, man. I, I think it's been, better than what i thought it was just what it was going to be because i thought it was going to be crap right
0: yeah you know how about you um it's been pretty good man i've actually been getting more customers than i've ever had um it's nothing like real real crazy but it's better than what it was at first so that's still a blessing within that man i'm just thankful for everything um and this pandemic has helped me to be more creative and to think outside the box and just think of new ways to reach people because you would think that nobody wants to buy clothes at this time because nobody can go nowhere. But you know, I always try not to think like that. I'm always trying to find ways to get people to find out about my brand. Um, looking up different marketing tactics and just and even that more time to just create new designs and they might not come out yet, but I have a lot in the chamber I can Release once everything gets back to normal. I'm still going to release stuff even right now, but it's like a lot of ideas I have down, and it gave me, it gave me more time to, to to think about my brand and what I have to offer, and just you know, it's always something that's going to come around, man. You just got to figure out how to maneuver away from it or over it, however you want to do it. You know, you just got to keep keep staying the course, and don't let nothing you know stop you. You know, and just keep stay prayed up. And um, right. and know that it's gonna be okay. You know what I mean. So, yeah. you know, doing the clothing line is real hard, man, because you're trying to convince the public why they should buy your brand. Why why is it important? Um, what yeah. what is the message about? Can we resonate with what you're talking about? You know, mm-hmm. it's not like we're solving a problem in regards to creating. You know, maybe you know the how the iPhone changed the game or how these different inventions. Change the industry where I wouldn't say I, you know clothing's not really like that, but the way you can reach people in that regard is just your story and what it's about, and creating a community of people that are behind what you stand for. You know what I mean? Right. And that's right. how you get people to to buy and and to you know to um relate to what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Finding your target audience and mm-hmm. being being true with them and not just you know, just keep buying myself. Like what, you know, know who I am as a person and know what I stand for. And that would make you, you know, want to buy and want to be part of, um, whatever brand you're doing. You know what I mean?
2: Right. You're exactly right. Like, you know, what makes you stand out, you know, cause you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of us out there, you know, and in some ways we're all going to be somewhat similar, mm-hmm. you know, something that, that that connects us all together but you know what makes the one stand out from the other like you said to make one want to buy from this one or that one or what have you you know and so you you put your own you know spin on things and like I said for me it's like I I'm, it's, it's, my brand is based off of my faith and it right. will never change that that will never go away you know but the fact is like you know how could I have how could I make this brand? based off of my faith stand out to where people who just don't share the same faith as me, you know, want it, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I got, I got people who don't believe in the same faith that I believe in by my stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Which is kind of mind blowing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're talking about people who don't really have a quote unquote religion or having any religious beliefs to somebody who is, uh, you know, follows a Hindu religion, yeah. you know, or whatever. And that's happened. It's like, that's mind blowing as heck. But the thing is that, why is that? Is because this brand is something about the brand and the way that it looks that made them want to have it, you know, and regardless of what, who they call, what they call God, you know, they believe that, you know, he's the same being that created this and created, you know, et cetera, et cetera, but they call him something different, you know, he still God, Yeah. you know, and that resonates with people, you know, that we all believe in some form or fashion in the same God. We just call him a lot of different things. We have some different opinions, mm-hmm. you know, about what he does or, or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I wanted my brand to reach all those different people. And you know, it's like, you, that's, a, that's a trick. How can you figure that out? And I, I don't want to say, like, trick people into wearing, you know, some Christian yeah, clothing. Right, right, but, right. You know, I want people to know, hey, you know, that's, that's why on the back of my hoodies or like when the hems on my shirts, it says the scripture is there of what the brand is based off of. Mm-hmm.
3: You
2: know, the days of refreshing comes from the Lord. Yeah. Stay fresh. The days of refreshing comes from the Lord. Stay fresh. You know, right? so it's like, it's there and it's not going away, but I think that scripture is relatable to so much.
3: It is. You
2: know, so many people, you know, regardless of what religion you believe in, that still resonates and it's it's still relatable to a lot of people, I think. Um, Which I I thank God that, you know, he put that on me, you know, Mm do that. Like you said, man, you know, to be able to stand out, you know, Carve your own way while still being, you know, connected to so many other brands. You know, how you pay that own way?
3: Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, that's that's the fact, bro. Um. But yeah, before we wrap it up, man, this is uh, by the way, man, this has been a real good conversation, man. Um. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I said, I like I, I love doing this podcast because it's great to be able to talk to people with, with like minds. And, you, you know, even though we're both doing clothing lines, I've done people that's that's doing music or modeling or, you know, doing whatever, you know. But it's it's great just to see people that's following their passion and what they want to do. And, um mm-hmm. you know, just having a casual conversation about, you know, entrepreneurship and, you know, what you got going on in life, man. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, great conversation, man. Glad I, I was able to get you on. Um, Thanks, Mr. Beer, man. No doubt, bro. Um, but before I wrap it up, um, just two more questions, man. Um, what is some advice? What is one piece of advice you can give to someone that's trying to start a clothing line? What would you say to them?
2: Um, stay true to who you are. Um, don't do this to try to uh, uh, to please people yeah because somebody's gonna like what you're doing not everybody but somebody's gonna like what you're doing right so if you're in this just to please people i'm not, not sure if you're in the going in the right direction on top of that you're in it because you're like i'm going to get rich i don't think you're in it for the right reasons either because if you go about it the right way you're staying true you're going by the right way and you're you're hustling you know that will come if it's for you, right?
3: Uh-huh.
2: And on top of that, um, don't be afraid to pick people's brains and ask questions. Like I, there's brands that I look up to, and there are a couple that I actually ask questions to, and they were never not afraid to even you know give me game. You know, yeah. brands who are doing way better than me, right? Just way. You know, look at me. I'm I'm a few years in. You know, two to three years in. You got brands who, you know, were started, and those guys quit their jobs because this thing was doing just way too good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want to learn from those guys, right? You know, so who can who can pick you? Some people don't want to get their information, Don't have the time for you, right? But then you find that one person who does, you know, and they are willing to give you game. And then now, I, and then when that happens, and you and they're giving you game, don't be afraid to share that game because. You know the phrase, "the game is sold not to be told."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I have a phrase that says that that the the game is free, but the hustle costs you. Oh,
0: that's a fact. I've heard that before too. That's a you fact. I
2: mean, that the game is free, but the hustle is gonna cost you. So you, I can give you the game all all I want to, right? I give I give it all to you. Give it all to you because you say I got all these ideas and I am going to start this brand. Blah blah. I'm gonna give it all to you, and which I have to people. I see that they, they have they want to do it, and I'm like, okay, let me. I'm gonna give you some stuff, you know, and you know, I'm gonna see where you are, and you come back, you have some more questions. But I can give you all the information, but what are you gonna do? Are you going to spend the time? Are you gonna spend the money? You know? Are you gonna you know? Spend the effort? What are you spending to make this happen? Now that I gave you the game, right? Because right. not everybody got it. You can you can lead like you say, you know, like the like saying goes, you're gonna lead a horse of water, but you can't make them drink. You can mm-hmm. find the game all day long. But if they're not gonna go after it, they're not gonna go after it. Yeah. That's why I say I'm never afraid to give people information, you know, because not everybody has the same wavelength as the next person. You got some people who, who think alike, but not everybody's gonna think the same way. Some people are lazier than others, some people are more gun hoes, some people just are mega hustlers, you know. But you know, be true. Don't be afraid to, to ask for for uh, help, ask questions, you know, where'd you get this from, whatever. YouTube, YouTube is big. Mm-hmm. And then like us, join a group of like-minded thinkers, you know, yes. to, to pass information along each other, you know. Social media is, we're living in that age of social media. Can you think about when when the first Jordan came out, there was no social media? Nothing. Right. You had newspaper ads, you had commercials and you had him just playing in it. Right. Yeah. That was it right there. He just wore them right, and was and was the man. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But now you have social media. We have so much information. I not just social media, but we have the World Wide Web at our fingertips with a smartphone. Right. So so much information at our fingertips. And then for us as creatives, as rappers, as uh filmmakers, we have all this information, and we have ways to get into the world with a button. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We just, you know, type a few words, upload, boom. It's there. You got it. Yeah, Right? So we're in an age to where we have the world right here. You know, we captured the world right here, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's all facts. (laughs) You know, use those tools. Use social media. Look up social media figure out how to use social media because it can be like for us instagram is our thing Yep. right instagram is our thing facebook too but instagram is our thing man so i think those are the the things that i would tell people you know um and stay within your parameters man don't think you have to go gun ho and and go broke you know you can it's okay to start off a little like i started off with 12 hats yeah you know when i did the stay fresh thing 12 hats and either it went or it didn't if I never saw those 12 hats I wouldn't be here now you know talking to you right?
0: yeah yeah man that's true and um, to go off what you were saying you know as far as back in 85 of Jordan and even people that was doing brands back in the you know late 80s and the 90s man I definitely commend them for what they did because you know they didn't have you know they didn't have a cameo or a cricket machine or a silhouette or uh, they probably didn't have they might have had like a screen print machine but you know they didn't have print on demand they didn't have Facebook Twitter, Instagram you know stuff like that man so just be grateful like you were saying that we have those things that we can it's no excuse now man it's like you can start right now with no money you can just do print on demand and see how that go you're not spending right. any money. Just spend a, you might <laughs> can spend $30 a month for Shopify or whatever, WordPress or Wix, whatever you want to use, but you can just do print-on-demand and see how that go. And If you know You've how to market to it, you're good. You
2: 100, 100 bucks.
0: Exactly. That's yeah. all you need, man. So, yeah, like you said, man, there's no excuse, man. We just got to put the work in. Even Gary V said it. Um, He was saying people ask him, why do you give out all this advice? And he was like, I don't care. I mean, a lot of y'all are not gonna use it anyway. About ninety percent right. of y'all are not gonna use it. So what's you know, I don't care. You know, I already made I'm already I'm already doing what I'm doing. I'm trying to help y'all. So right. if you're not gonna help yourself with what I'm telling you then. It's gonna reach somebody at the end of the day. It might not reach you, but somebody else is listening. They're hustling to doing what they wanna do. You know what I mean? And yeah. the same thing how you were saying, you know, I don't mind giving out advice, you know. It's just all about if you're going to implement that into what you want to do, and that's mm-hmm. it. If you're not going to do it, then you probably shouldn't be doing all this talking. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, yeah, at the end of the day, man, that's what it's all about. And um, before we wrap it up, man, this is my last question that I ask all of my all of my guests. Um, how do you plan to capture the world,
2: man? <laughs> The, 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 the corny answer that popped in my head immediately was one t-shirt at a time. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but, um... Basically, just, uh... I just want to influence, man. I just want to influence people. And, um... Uh-huh. I, would, I would like to think that I am influencing people just from feedback, you know, that I get from people who you know who come to me and are inspired and you know want to learn from me I'm still learning stuff
3: yeah, you know too. they want
2: to learn from me I'm like who am I you know but all right I got some information to give you but you know I just want to inspire and and um the way that I've been inspired and not just and you know even that includes like people like my, my son you know stuff like that you know I want to you know just inspire people yeah. and uh, is that and the guy also, Is
0: that the guy I'm sorry I didn't even cut you off Is that the guy That be uh, modeling Your stuff That's your son
2: Modeling my stuff Yeah that's my boy Okay that's what's yeah. up
0: That's what's up man
2: Yeah he, He's my number one model if, if I do If I do a shirt Or whatever Yeah he has it And you know, I'm like okay I got your size Let's go take some pictures And he right. is his, You know Yeah But um That would be the same way For anybody If I decide to You know say Hey can you model a shirt This is, this is, your, this is your shirt Thank you for doing this for me Right You know but um yeah, you know, inspiring him, you know, and just people in general. And on top of that, man, just, um, you know, making a conversation, you know, peace to where, you know, people can see my brand and understand that this is what it means. You know, I'm representing uh, not just streetwear culture, but I'm representing the kingdom of God and spreading the gospel. Amen. So if you yeah. know, my shirt can allow somebody to ask, ask a question, and uh and create dialogue that's that that's helpful you know i i've not only inspired somebody through art but i inspired them through the word you know and able to to, to probably even build a relationship who knows so overall just the, the the main word is just in inspire that's how i would plan to capture the word is just inspire people I guess one one shirt at a time, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. I mean, that's for
0: real though, bro. That's a fact. Shoot, you trying to yeah. one shirt at a time is going to take time, man. It's you know, take it one day at a time, and we both are going to be able to capture the world and stay fresh forever, man. You know, yeah, man. It's enough room for all of us to eat and be successful, you know.
2: Right. One thing I want to add before uh, you go is um the the advice part that I, I meant to say that just just hit me is um God dog it I just had it. It's uh we especially us as black people, we like to do the most
3: <laughs> Yeah, right?
2: that's a fact We like to do the most and that come that that goes for like a logo or whatever right is just make sure what you do you don't you we don't have to do the most. To do the most. I remember when we said sometimes simple is better, mm-hmm. right? Like you have that one logo, that one logo is on everything, right? Yeah. You know, just study other brands. Like, you know, like I did, I studied other brands for three months before I decided what I wanted to do. I know people study brands for years and years and years, but, you know, like, study the brands, but just like we like to do too much sometimes. Just don't think we have to do too much. Yeah. You know, don't we'll they get extravagant and you know, that's the other thing that I don't know, I guess it I don't want to say it bothers me that we do do the most. Sometimes doing the most is okay. But <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, just when it comes to, to, to streetwear brands, we don't have to do that. You mm-hmm. know. Keep it simple. What uh, Stacey King, you know, says, Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah yeah man definitely agree with that man um but yeah bro like I thank you for being on this podcast I thank you for uh you know coming out and just having a conversation about streetwear and his fashion and everything like that hip-hop um you know definitely you would like to get your wife on the podcast you know one day we can schedule that and shoot we can we can do another one together too man it's always room to talk about this type of stuff man and um yeah, I just wish you much success in your business, your wife's business. Uh, I pray that y'all stay safe during this um COVID nineteen pandemic. It's, it's looking like stuff is opening back up, so praying that stuff will you know get as close to normal as possible very soon with with everybody still being safe and um we'll definitely talk again, bro. Most definitely.
2: Definitely, man. I pray everything goes well for you too, man. And whatever the family emergency you had with your dad, I hope everything everything is okay praying for the safety for your family and, uh, praying, you know, abundance for your brand, man, that, you know, you do well, pray we all do well, man. Just, uh, would love to see be able to see us, you know, uh, you know, being mentioned, you know, you know, amongst the other, you know, big joints and stuff like that, or who knows, maybe, maybe complex, you know what I'm saying? Complex come one day or something like that. Who knows? Right. No doubt. So praying big stuff for you, man, big time
0: same man and, uh, before we get out of here man, you want to give people um your Instagram where to find you for your clothes and your music anything let's give all your stuff out right now
2: yeah man alright everybody uh, get your pants out um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can find me on social media whether it's uh, Instagram Facebook Twitter at a fresh culture and that's A-F-R-E-S-H culture um, and that's a, um, that's a fresh culture clothing company website afreshculture.com Um, And like you said, I'm a a beat maker, music producer. There's some projects out there you can look for right now. There's an artist named Young Paul. You can find on all the digital outlets. Um, The two albums I produced for him is called Warfare. The other one is called Give Me a Minute Volume Two. And then uh, you have the group Above the Clouds with an album called The Righteous. That's all my production as well. And then uh, you can find me under um, all those digital outlets as well, under the name Tay Lamar. Uh, Tay is short for Dante, that's T A T A E, And then Lamar is my middle name, so L A M A R. So that's what I go by under the music uh, music name. And then of course, God Squad. That's uh, G-O-D-S-Q-W-A-D, God Squad. Uh, there's a whole, combo, a whole album under that group name out there too called the uh, The Kingdom Is Near. Super dope album. I did like half the production on there, but it's a dope album in my opinion.
3: No.
2: Um, but yeah, okay. that's how you can find me out there in the world, you know?
0: No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, Dante Brooks, um, thank you for being part of this podcast. Um, and this is your host, David Carmichael II. This is episode 37. And again, thank you to all of our Spotify listeners, Apple Podcasts, YouTube listeners. Um, Like like, like we both said y'all Y'all stay safe out there Um, And God bless y'all Y'all have a good night Peace. Peace.
3: Peace